my check one two three four what's going on everyone welcome to another episode of the wolf pack podcast with your host wolfson here talking about all about the good the bad and the ugly stuff that happens on a weekly basis in this entertainment industry we're going to cover a couple of things with what's happening with the game awards as well some reveals the direction of DC that's heading right now. And that's where we're going to talk about some very, very controversial topics that has happened in not last week, you know. And we're going to talk about a few more things. But, you know, before we get doing, um, I don't know what was I going by that one. Anyways, let's get down with the shiznets. All right, guys. So first things first on the first topic that we got right here. Let me take a look at my, you know, I, I need to have my phone with all the topics. If not, I'm going to forget about it. You know, that's how it goes. Blame my ADD on that. Um, whoo, Oh, wow. Okay. We're, we're going to start off with a very, very controversial topic. Um, Griner releases for an arms dealer known as the Merchant of Death. Whoo. Wow. What a... What a way to kick things up with this episode. Jesus. Um, all right. So the reason why I'm talking about this is because I don't I try to avoid as much as possible with the politics and what's going on with the world, especially when when governments are involved and politics are involved. I try to stir that away as much as possible. Sometimes it needs to be, you know, talk about here in the show because I said it in the beginning of the first episode. This is an entertainment podcast. You know, we're going to talk about everything that happens in the entertainment industry. You know, oh, but what's this thing got to do with the entertainment? What, politics is entertainment? No, politics is not an entertaining thing. In fact, I find it so annoying. And I find it like, what a waste of energy and blah, blah, blah. But unfortunately, there's a name. There's a WNBA player who happens to be in the sports industry and the sports industry still falls within the entertainment industry. I mean, as if you if there's a camera and you're and they recording you doing things, you're part of the entertainment industry, you know, fortunately or unfortunately for others, however you want to flip it over. Um, yeah, so we have to talk about this and I'm going to be very controversial about this. And I know I'm going to get flack about it, but I somebody has to speak or many has spoken, but they spoken with the wrong reasons, if you may, you know, or they speak because of biases, you know. Here's what I think about it, about this. Um, I'm first and foremost, I'm happy that she's home. That's first and foremost. I'm happy that she's home. She's with her wife and she's with her family and friends, you know, and that she can actually come back again and and work at the WNBA, I would assume so, because that's the only thing she can do. She's a basketball player. If she dies to do a, be an activist or do other things or write a book about it and say, like, my experience or do a documentary, I'll watch the documentary. I'll, I, I definitely want to see her perspective and her, her, her experience being in the gulags, you know, or Russian prison, however you want to put it. I want to put it out there. I'm happy that she's home. Am I happy that we traded off a celebrity for an arms dealer? No. That is not a right. That is no way. And in any humane way, that is like the greatest trade ever. Like, no. 
I feel like that is the biggest mistake that the U.S. government, especially the um, the Biden administration, um, can do at this moment, especially in these harsh times that we are right now. Right now, we're in the brink of war, and Russia is still kicking it, you know, against Ukraine. They're still trying to take over, and it hasn't, and it's been on a stalemate, in a sense. Like neither side are giving up. Basically, I feel like Russia needed somebody like that arms dealer. I forgot his name. I'm not going to look it up, but I know he's a, he's known as the merchant of death. He is known as the Lord of war. Um, they made a movie out of it. The Nicholas Cage movie. Yeah. They made a movie out of him. So I, I need to choose my words carefully and tread carefully about this. What I'm about to say, um, I would not, I would have, if I was in that position, I would never give up an arms dealer that has been known to the world globally that he's a merchant of debt, that he supplies guns and weapons to all these other nations so they can have, you know, weapons with them. And he makes a million, and he makes millions, if not billions of money. He like a shitload of money. I would never risk having him exchange for a celebrity that its only contribution has been only playing the WNBA and nothing else as and somebody can correct me any other contributions that she can do and I can fact check it myself on the next episode I'm um the comments up below I'm more than welcome to be a little bit open-minded about that but at the end of the day it's a celebrity that ha holds no value in in war terms versus an arms dealer who is extremely high values in war terms, and we just do the trade. I feel like that is the biggest mistake um, Biden, Biden can ever do. I know a lot of people are gonna say a lot of things about me, but I'm all I'm open. And the reasoning why it's a bad deal is because Russian Russia needs an arms dealer right now because they're losing the war, you know, little by little. They need somebody to like I to access these weapons. And you just gave them the one that actually access weapons to everybody in the world. No, but the, the, he's going straight to uh, to the gulags, to a Russian uh, prison. We don't know that. We don't know that. Especially how Russia has been playing lately. We don't know that. We don't know nothing about it, of what's going on in Russia. So given, given free access to it, um, a trade to an arms dealer that has a significant impact to the world versus an, a celebrity that only has a significant impact to America and certain places. That's not, that's not the best trade ever. Like, uh, I don't know. I don't know. Somebody can comment down below and we can, you know, dispute this argument. I know, I know a lot of people of the left and the liberals are saying, yeah, that's the best thing that they could have done. Good thing that she's back home and whatnot. And then you got the conservative sides indicating the complete opposite. And mind you, this was a literally a, a alley-oop for the Republicans and the conservatives. This literally gave them the alley-oop and dunk on it and say, like, this is why we need a new president. This is why, you know, we can't trust the liberals and whatnot, because look at this dumb shit. There's certain things I do not agree with the conservatives. It's probably a little bit more. But in this situation, I agree with them. Like, no same person will ever trade somebody who has the power to murder millions 
for somebody who's never done any further other than just play NBA. I call it like it is. And before you go even further, hear me out. The reason why this got so popular, it's not because of race or of ethnicity or, 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 you know, or sexuality. No, it, it got, it got popular because she broke the law. And as a celebrity, her name was in every other newspaper. It's her title, the celebrity title, the WNBA player. And then you got everyone in the, in their mothers on um, every celebrities looking out for the celebrity saying, hey, we need we need to put more pressure on this. Like we need her back, which is fine. Yeah, let's talk about that. Let's bring her back. If I were to go to Russia and then I commit a crime, are those celebrities going to be behind my back? No, it's only going to be my family. And they're going to fight every day to the U.S. embassy and the U.S. government to see if they can bring me back. And they're not going to do it. It's going to take years and years and years. And I'm sitting there. If I, if I was a celebrity, oh, that's a different, that's a different perspective. Oh, no, we need to get him out. He's, he's important to us. He, he has done so much in the contribution. That's how the world works right now. And Russia literally made a fool of, of the U.S. government. You don't know what you're talking about, Wilson. Well, hear me out. There has been a few instances in which um, there was a Marine... There was a former Marine that got that got arrested in Russia, and I think he's still in, in Russia jail. And they've tried everything in their power to get him back, but but nothing. As well as uh they try they try another another, I think it was the journalist. There was a, a journalist that went to jail for for minor reasons, for some minor reasons. Like they they weren't supposed to go to jail, but they went to Russia jail, and they trying to get them out, and they couldn't, and they're still in jail. So that's how I know it's like they only care about the celebrity. Because if it wasn't a celebrity, then it would have never been on the news or in the newspapers, and they're still in jail suffering. If anybody has an update with those people, please comment down below and let me know about the update updates of those people. But as far as I know, they're still in jail. And and they I heard that they try to do a two for one. Like I give you the arm seal for for Griner and, and the journalist or or the Marine. I don't know. Something like that. I this is something that I was informed to and 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 I was looked into it. I was like, oh shit. And this is like the perfect example of how why celebrities they can get away with anything. This is why it's fucked up. You got a, somebody who fight for your country and then you got somebody who's just doing their job um, um, reporting the news or, you know, being a journalist and they go to jail and they can't get you out. They're going to have the same treatment with me. They're going to have the same treatment with you over anybody else. If you're not in that high celebrity status, you're going to go to jail. And there's no way the U.S. embassy or the, the U.S. diplomacy, using the government, are going to try to take you out. No, it got so pushed because of this, of Griner. And mind you, Griner did commit the, the crime and she pled guilty about it. She did the, the crime, which is kind of dumb the way it happened. But then again, it's not your country. Every country in the world has their own laws and we have to respect it. And on my previous episode, I talked about this in which whenever you travel to another country, please at least know some of the basic laws and rules and regulation in that country. So that way you can avoid committing it because you would never know that you'd probably be committing it without knowing it and you can go to jail. And outside of the U.S., 
is you're guilty. You're guilty until you're proven innocent. So you go to straight to jail right away until until you go on a court and then they'll prove you whether you're guilty or you're innocent. Over here is you're innocent until you're proven guilty. So something that you guys have to understand, like there's different laws outside of the U.S. and, and every country is different. And, and I can agree. Some of the laws are much more harsh and they should actually update with those laws. I agree. But then again, we're, we don't live in that country and we don't have no power about it. All we have is the power of saying something to them. Other than that, he can't do any changes. They're, they're going to do whatever they're going to do. So it's the same thing with here, you know? So yes, I agree that the punishment, it was harsher than what it should be, but that's their law. That's how they rule the country. So trading an arms dealer for a celebrity was a very stupid decision. And I'm happy that she's home and take advantage of it and write a documentary. I want to know more about how her experience about it. Because for sure, she's going to make money out of it. 100%. No doubt about it. She's going to make money out of it. That being said, it was the stupidest decision because you couldn't get the other. You couldn't get the others, but you can get the celebrity. They go first. I mean, wouldn't you be mad that you've been here for a while and this person just got in and all of a sudden this person gets out first than you and you're like, what the hell? Russia made a fool of the U.S. government. I'm stepping away from the, politi the, for the politics talks right now. This is what I think. You guys got something to say? Comment down below. And let's let's have a discussion. You know, give me a, an update on the others. You know, but I feel that was the stupidest trade. Let's get on with the with the next topic, man. Um, the Liver King. Oh, yeah, this is actually juicy shit. The Liver King. Everybody who doesn't know who the Liver King is is this beefy looking motherfucker that that according to him. If you want to be jacked up with, you know, with packs and muscles and whatnot and live how you're supposed to live, you got to be eating liver and raw meat and whatnot, living in the mountains. And so you got this bearded ass without no shirt and all buffed out looking motherfucker, you know, eating liver, which entails him the liver can and say and, and has a, a, a company, a, a school or a dietary that tells you, like, you want to be like me? This is how you do it. So at first I was like, I really did not want to cover it. But then again, when because I, and he's been doing this for, for a year and he's been going on a podcast run, you know, talking about it. And it wasn't until recently that he comes out and that comes out a leak of an email saying like whatever he does. Yeah, it's a lie. Um, he's not buff because because eating livers and being whatnot, being a, a caveman. No, he's. Buff because he's be taking steroids. Nani? Bruh. So everything that you said up to now is a bullshit. Basically, it's a total lie. So everything that you said is doesn't work. Doesn't really work. Now, why is this so important to talk about? Well, the reason why it is important to talk about is because this guy has been running a campaign on a false narrative that you know way the only way for you to be you know be buffed and, and looking like this and that is by you go by my class, by my company, by my dietaries, by this and that. And that's how you're going to get buffed. You're leading down a false narrative when in reality, the way you actually did it is by, you know, injecting yourself with steroids. Bruh. So let's take a look at it a little bit right here. So, so Lyric King, an organ eating fitness guru, exposed his steroids using a shocking YouTube apology. Yeah, I only saw a few about it, but. Yeah, the YouTube apology was just 
whack as fuck, bro. This is like, this is like the weakest apologies I am, you know. So here it goes on. Brian Johnson, who makes $100 million a year on his all-natural raw meat diet and fitness regimen. That's what it is, guys. He said that he made a, he, he's making $100 million out of, out of eating raw meat and fitness regime. And that's why he's telling everybody that's how the caveman used to eat. So that's how, that's how we get our primal instincts kick in. That's, that is prime. That's, yeah, that's caveman mentality. That's just like the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Even Joe Rogan makes fun of it. Tells his followers, I um steroids. Build a kingdom, hyping a diet of raw meat and rigorous exercises to achieve strength, health, and happiness, which is total bullcrap. Mm -hmm. uh, and his viral TikTok videos, organ devouring liver came loudly imagines the, the ancestral caveman-like lifestyle. Yeah, the ancestral caveman lifestyle is that you live in a cave and you have no power or no connection to the outside world. You just live in the cave, but you live in a $100 million mansion. <laughs> Okay, very luxurious caveman lifestyle, if any. Eating such delicacy as raw liver, bone marrow, and bull testicles, which is Nani? disgusting all around. And why? His subsequently made for a fortune selling proteins and supplements and dry animal organs, which is, that's completely bad. That, that violates a lot of OSHA violations and health code violations. But now the liver king ring as his premier fitness influencer is in jeopardy after confessing of lying about taking steroids and a jacked up body which total made sense like look at this motherfucker all bearded up all jacked up you're telling me by eating raw meat and doing exercising and whatnot that's how you get yourself jacked congratulations yeah okay you yourself i lie and i mislead a lot of people no shit his nail name is brian johnson huh in a somber yes i've done steroids and yes i'm on steroids of course I don't, and it, it, here's the thing, here's the thing, here's the thing. Why are we making a big deal out of this? Be, besides the whole false narrative that he's been selling something that's like completely the opposite of what he's doing. It's not just that, that's that you can get in trouble legally, you can get in trouble out of it. It's not just that. It's just he's been lying to everybody when they call his like, oh, you, he's been using steroids. He's been using steroids. And even Joe Rogan has mentioned it a few times in his podcast. It's like, there's no way that you're that jacked up and not using steroids. Like, there's no way. Like, there is no way. And he's been on a run saying like, I don't use steroids. I don't touch that stuff. You know, never touch it. I'm not going to do stuff. That's it. He's been on that parade for many podcasts saying like, I don't do steroids and whatnot. I like that. I don't touch that and blah, 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 blah. And here it comes saying like, nope, you actually do this story. So hypocrite, liar. Instead, he pushed a narrative that his family, his wife is the liver queen. Okay. Live according to nine ancestral tenants to eat, sleep, move, shine, connect, cold, sun, fight, and bond. Okay, you really want to live the caveman style. But if you really want to live the caveman style, live in a fucking cave. Don't be like bougie about it. It's like I live in a nice fucking house. Mansion, actually. Emotional, damn it. As we all facade, it's posed by another fitness YouTuber who showed leaked emails from Johnson admitting to taking multiple steroids and asking the dealer to sell him new and more. The video included Johnson's blood test, proved that his steroid use. Why he lied? Sitting in the, la, la, I'm sorry, as a man, as a man can be, he admitted of taking a high testosterone 
Yeah, he seems to be taking a, a high grade of testosterone per week, but denying the rules is just, yeah, okay. I don't know about the plastic surgery, but I, I believe that the steroids. Johnson blamed his steroids because of his insecurity. Oh, wow. Great. When I talk about 85% of the population that suffers from self-esteem issues, that's me. I'm part of the... This is why I fucking work myself to death in the gym. This is why I do 12 to 15 blood-burning workouts a week. Just feel okay. And hormone replacement has helped profoundly. Uh, wow. Okay. Um, What do I think about this? Um, she belongs to the street. He's full of shit, basically. <laughs> And, he, and then he 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 admit the way he admits it. He admits it in a way that he's the victim in all of this. Oh, I blame this on self-esteem. That's why I'm doing this. No shit. But you lie about it. And when people ask about it, you you denied it. You lied. And not only that, you've been selling that false dream to a lot of people who's been um invested on your company, invested on your diet and whatnot. And you'll be selling a, a, a fool's errand, a fool's errand, basically. Emotional damage. Yeah, you lie. You should get punished. You should get like the. You should actually like get some sort of legal trouble with it because of your life, because that could actually potentially hurt someone's health or affect someone else's health because you give them on a false narrative of of eating a certain way. That could actually affect someone else. And if somebody dies on your watch because you tell them that's how you're this and they die because of it, then that's on you. So screw the liver can. And I'm happy he's getting like defrauded, if you want to call it. Um, Let's move on with the next topic. Um, Well, I'm happy to say that that's all the bad stuff that happened. Let's talk about the good and the Weird stuff that happens. We're right now heading to the movies and TV sections, which is very cool. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. So one thing I definitely want to talk about was um, DC's heading to the right direction. This is something I definitely wanted to talk about because lately um, DC just got himself a new president or a new producer that's in charge of all DC films and shows and TVs and whatnot. You know, just like... um. Kevin Feige, who's the main dude behind Marvel, he's in charge of all Marvel projects. Well, they hired James Gunn and another producer to be in charge of all DC projects, which is a great direction, I believe. I mean, he demonstrated by doing the Guardians of the Galaxy and how great those movies are. And then when the whole DC debacle happened, I mean, not DC, um, Marvel debacle happened, DC hired him immediately so that he can do um, the sequel to Suicide Squad. And he called it The Suicide Squad. And it was a highly successful movie that that supersedes the, or the original film, which got way better, that they greenlit James Gunn to do um, The Peacemaker, a spinoff series be, behind the, the, the sequels movie with one of the characters, The Peacemaker. And it has grown such a high success rate out of it that, you know, DC is like, yo, I think this is the great direction. Let's put him in charge of this because he knows about comics. So James Gunn and another producer, I forgot what was the name of the other producer, took over DC and now is in charge of all the projects. And one of the projects that they're being mentioned that he's going to like make this great is that I believe he. Let me see. I'm looking at my topics right now, too, so I won't forget. Oh, yeah. So James Gunn basically delete, like 
stop or halt or cancel all, a lot of projects that were already in the works. See, um, Jane's gone on the future of DC Universe. We know we're, we're not going to make every single person happy every step of the way, but we can promise everything we can do in the service of the story and in the service of the DC characters. We know you cherish and we have cherished our whole lives. By doing so, um, basically, the Superman, the second Superman movie, which before Henry Cavill wasn't aboard with it, so they never put his him in, in the next Man of Steel. But then I guess after, after a certain while, after he did The Witcher, now he wants to go back again and do Man, Man of Steel. So they get greenlit to do the, the second sequel. But James Scott put a hold on that. They say, like, we're holding this right now because if we're going to do this, we're going to do this right. So we don't know if Henry Cavill's um, character is going to be the next Superman. We don't know that. The second sequel just basically stopped altogether. As well as, oh yeah, Wonder Woman 3. Patty Jenkins' Wonder Woman may be cash, uh, uh, casualty of Warner Bros. changing executive guard. So basically DC is saying that we're not moving forward with Wonder Woman 3. Which in my perspective, I'm happy. <laughs> I'm very happy that we're not getting a, 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 a Wonder Woman free. That's so sexist of you. How dare you say that? Listen, listen. Wonder Woman 2 was pure garbage. The first Wonder Woman was amazing. The second one was just pure garbage. They fucked up and butchered the second movie. Emotional damage! Which is surprising because Patty Jenkins, she did a phenomenal job on the first movie, but then comes to the second movie, she, I don't know what happened. She just like, was just completely bad. Like the, the whole plot line, the storyline, bringing back some of the characters, like it was just so stupid. The, the antagonist, it, it wasn't even a, a real antagonist. There wasn't any like threats to it. Like, Overall, it was just so, just bad. It was just bad overall. So she wanted to do a firm movie and she wanted to do it her way again. But Warner's is like, nah, we're going to do it our way because we try to give you your way and it did not work. And she's like, well, I'm not going to do it. And we're just like, all right, bye. Congratulations. You played yourself. That's how it works. You know, Margaret Robbie has been pushing for Harley Quinn and Poison Ivy romance for years. Also, she wants to add. Margaret Robbie's character of Harley Quinn to have something with Poison Ivy. I mean, understandable. Um, the Flash will make a splash on the silver screen one week earlier than the original plan. Mm, I'm surprised that they didn't cancel this movie. This one has been up in the air for quite some time, but I guess it's because they already filmed it. So it's just like, all right, here you go. You know, so now it's now it's coming on June 16. Wasn't there like a Marvel movie or something that's coming around that time? That's not us. Oh, wait a minute. Now, here we go. Here we go. So, Patty Jenkins' Wonder Woman free pitch involved Diana Prince placing Steve Trevor into the last, last year's pit, where the League of Assassins would use his advanced strength to go to war against Temescara. The film ends with Diana leaving him in the care of Task Force X. That's why, that's why they say, like, nah. She belongs to the street. Nah, bro. Like, bro. Now, like, why are we bringing a lot of, um, Batman villains into other movies that, are, that Batman is not involved, and I and I agree with with Patty Jack and with not Patty Jenkins. No, I'm agree with Warner for not greenlighting that that stupid pitch. Like, why are we keep bringing the dead 
over and over again. Why are we bringing um, Chris Pine's character over again? Like, what the hell, guys? Like, no, let's move forward. We already talked about Wonder Woman in the past. All right, let's talk about her in the present, in the future. Like, come on. Like, so, yeah, I'm glad Warner Brothers put a stop on that because it's like, that's going to be pure garbage again. Like, it will make no sense. Why, of all of a sudden, the League of Assassins are going to go in war against Temeskira? Why? They've been known to go to war against um, Goffin because they want to rebuild and destroy. They want to destroy Goffin and rebuild it from the ashes and create a, a new and better Goffin. And once they do that, they're going to do that on every place in the world. Why is it that we're putting on Temesquita? Like, what beef did these guys have that I wasn't aware about? Nah, bro. Like, fuck out of here. Yeah, so James Gunn has been, you know, firing projects left and right. And it just keeps me wondering, like, mm, maybe we are heading in the right direction. Because if he's putting a pause to these projects, that means like he feels like some of these projects are on a rush. I heard that um, Matt Reeves' Batman 2 is also on a pause. It's going to happen, but it's on a pause. Even though that, that Batman actually came up pretty good. We don't know anything about it right now. But yeah, James Gunn taking direction to DC. Is it a good thing or a bad thing? I think it's a good thing right now. So far, he's do, he's canceling a lot of projects. That means it's he's being he's getting down to business. Like he wants these things to be right. I don't want to fuck it up like like the earlier did the with the Josh Whedon's version of Justice League. I think that's where they really screwed the pooch even further. But we'll see, we'll see how things goes. Actually, guys. Um, so far, I'm I'm liking the direction that they're going, you know. Next topic, um, trailers. Woo, there's been a lot of trailers that popped out last week, you know. One of the trailers that they popped out, I was just like, what? It was the Transformers trailer. That's right. Now we're now we got a new Transformers movie that's gonna be basically that's basically bringing all the Beast Wars Transformers. So you got the Maximals and the Autobots. Fighting against against the Decepticons and the Predacons, I don't know. Like it's weird because if, if for those of you who are Transformer fans, um, the Beast Wars happen on a different timeline than the actual Transformers timeline. You know, it happens like a two different timelines or two different universes. I don't remember much, but I know it's like it happened way too different. Like. And Optimus Primal is a different character than Optimus Prime. They're two different uh, primes, basically. So now they're bringing them again into the bit screen, and they're adding a few more. It's like I'm, I'm, in, I'm hype. I'm interested about it. I actually, I'm all about it, and to be honest. So yeah, you got the Transformers: Rise of the Beast right here. So I don't know. It, it's looking kind of like very promising. Uh, and I don't know if Michael Bay is not behind this. I hope not. I don't know. But look how it look how gorgeous it is, the, the Maximals. Look, and they're bringing G1 Optimus Prime, which is like, I'm all about it. Yeah, that is way better than the original Transformers, you know? So it looks like a new threat is coming. What a shocker. It's the Decepticons or the Predacons, I guess, in this case. And that's why the Maximals are getting involved with this. Um... But yeah, and then we got a new character. We got a, a few more characters. I don't know. I'm I'm curious to how they're actually doing this. And it, so far, it's looking very promising, you know? It's just, I'm all about with the hype right now. I'm all about it. 
you got some of the you know recurring G1 characters and they're put and some of the characters from the from the Beast Wars anime uh, our show so they're yeah Ryan Knotts is right there so I'm I, I don't know I don't know how how I'm going to feel about it I'm actually intrigued I that's what I will say I'm very intrigued about this movie and it's coming next year so it's going to be like look how the transformation is I'm I'm all I'm all about CGI war you know like this yeah because this is a a a Transformers movie I'm all about you know show me more transformer battles and show me less humans interacting with it you know I'm all about that and it looks like we're getting that like we're definitely getting a lot more of, of the CGI battles between the transformers within each other and I don't know what else I got to say to hype you guys have about this movie I'm I'm all about it um next is the oh the trailer for Guardians of the Galaxy the the first volume so in this get so in this movie they talked about like Adam Warlock is going to appear and another villain is going also going to be appearing in Guardians of the Galaxy they're going to talk about um um was it's not Drats it's not fuck I keep forgetting the raccoon like raccoon's name fucking hey so many characters um they're going to talk about his origin story and all that and also they say supposedly Gamora is coming back and they also say that somebody beloved is going to die a lot of speculations based on the on the trailer so i we're going i'm going to watch it as is a matter rush hour 4 is in productions guys jackie chan literally announced this not too long ago saying that rush hour 4 is in productions with chris tucker i'm 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 hype about it yep i'm hype about it because i love the rush hour movies all three of them one two and three i feel like one is by is the weakest one, and a lot I know a lot of people is gonna say, "What is wrong with you, Wolves?" And one is the best. That's what started it all. That is true. But if we're gonna like numerate like in order of like my likeness, two, three, and one. Nani? Two is the by far the best one, and three it bring so much comedic tone into the movie, and one it was just trying to find out its its space, you know. And I feel like the two and three were like already know where we are. And this is what you're going to about to be expecting about it. You know, and it's just it keeps more laughter. Right? And the, the combo between Jackie Chan and Chris Tucker is just, you know, a perfect, you know, partnership, you know, right there. So I'm happy that they announced that they're they're in production with Rush Hour 4. I'm so excited about it. Another thing that I actually got, you know, the breaking news that says that, you know, they're in production. Um Deadpool free. They said they're gonna start. They're gonna start um, production on May 2023, which is pretty cool. All right, we're gonna start filming. And one of the things that they confirmed is that Josh Brolin is confirmed as Cable, which is phenomenal. That means we're we're actually gonna get probably the whole entire cast of Deadpool too, except for the for for one of the for one of the actors that has been talking non nonstop to Ryan Reynolds. I keep forgetting but he's like for me he's like a whatever character um but yeah josh brown is back as um as cable obviously wolverine is gonna be there you know ryan reynolds and also the actress that plays domino she's gonna be there so deadpool free is gonna be it's gonna be phenomenal it's gonna be phenomenal and i hope they continue to rise up with that level you know 
Let's see. What else? What else? What else? What else? Is there anything else that we need to talk about? Okay. I guess on the movie and TV spasmids, we're done. Let's go to the final uh, topic, which is the video games um, era. So a lot of things happened last week with video games because the video game awards appeared. And there was a lot of game reveals that was just like, whoa, okay. And then there was a, a, a game awards that won game of the year and whatnot. A few nominations. We're going to get down to it. But the one thing I definitely want to get down to the topic first is that Elder Ring won game of the year, which I it was between God of War or Elden Ring. And I feel like Elden Ring deserved it. And it's not because I'm biased. I never play Elden Ring. And I've been playing God of War, Ragnarok, and it's phenomenal. It's a, a, another masterpiece from Santa Monica Studios and PlayStation Studios. Like, it's it's a great game. Amazing. And it deserved to be in competition with Elder Ring. However, I feel like I feel like the game just recently released. We need to give it a little bit more time for it to flourish so that way it could be like, okay, how good of the game this is. All right, this is a game of the year worthy, you know? It's still too early. Even though it has done great on sales and whatnot and people have been playing about it and talking about it, I feel like Elder Ring has still continued to surpass its expectations and it's still and people are still playing Elder Ring and it's been doing it for for months and months. So I feel like yeah, Elder Ring deserved it. It was good. What's crazy about this is that Elder Ring did their speech and out of nowhere this kid just appeared and just did a a speech. Just out of nowhere. Nani? Who is this kid? No fucking clue. We're going to take a look at that right now. And here's the title from the Kotaku article. It says that kid sneaks onto Game Awards to nominate Bill Clinton and did not and detained by the police. Oh, so this is like a little give up of this kid. Like everybody here is like, who is this kid? And he goes, I nominate Bill Clinton. What? How in the. Oh, there's a video. I want to thank everybody and say that I think I want to nominate this award to uh, my Reformed Orthodox Rabbi Bill Clinton. Thank you, everybody. Wow, that is some cringe. Yo! Who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> Why was there a, ra a random French kid on stage that shouted out Reformed Orthodox Rabbi Bill Clinton? And in my... <laughs> Bro, the tweets are funny. The tweets are funny. Uh, let's take, take a look. So, yes, at the end of it, Developers from software collected their Game of the Year award, Elder Ring, and a youth just popped out and nominated former President Clinton. Shortly after they announced the person has been arrested, however, the LAPD later said that only a report was taken. Uh, what? Nani? Hey, Martin, you know, real quick, I want to thank everybody and say that I think I want to nominate this award to my reform orthodox Rabbi Bill Clinton. The kids say right after Elder Ring. Was finished. It says security was making for the stage even before he could finish with a thank you. Oh, yeah. So that's what we saw. Uh, ended up hitting viewers as a walk from their collective video game trailer trance and naturally social media creating the chaos. Who was this kid? Where did he come from? Blah, 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 blah. Uh, going back to rewatching the game, you can see the kid get up and beeline from the front software crew as they make for their stage to accept the war. Then while each other uh, 
each of them is talking. You can see him waiting patiently in the background, nervously shuffling back and forth and repeatedly licking his lips, preparing his 15 seconds of internet fame, which, yeah, that's good job, kid. I have no idea if he was trying to be funny or doing some 4chan inspired anti-Semitic deep cut, but in the world where one of the most popular rap stars ever is currently praising Hitler, I'm prepared to believe the worst until proven otherwise. Yeah, basically. So Kelly chuckles, blah, blah, blah. he says that clearly unsettled juvenile display the win it, but he got the last time. According to yeah, the Prancer is handed off to LAPD. Update. Since last night's prank, a long history of other sons by the Bill Clinton kid has come to light. The LAPD also says no rest were made, although a spokesperson of the game war said he was taken to a police station for questioning. The headline has been updated and reflected that. Well, uh, do we know that they... Anyways, um, yeah. Uh, like, he pulled he pull a solid snake on this. Like, he did sneak level over, over 9,000. Because I didn't know where the kid came from. And I don't know what was his purpose out of it. I guess, like, he's trying to... Like, what they say. Like, he's trying to get his 50 minutes... Uh, 50 seconds of fame. Which is wild how many people are trying to do that a lot more than before. It's becoming much more of a frequent shit. That's not good. Kids, don't do these crazy stunts just to get your 15 seconds of fame. It's not worth it. I'm telling you, it's not worth it. You're going to get known. You're going to get a rap sheet because that's trespassing. And yeah, you don't want that. You don't want that. Just like, yeah, I'm the bad boy that did this. And okay, bad boy, what else can you do? Nothing. Okay, then why'd you do it? Oh, so I could be famous. That is stupidity on its highest level, you know? Like, what does this kid got to do? And I just found out that, you know, that this kid is not his first rodeo doing stumps like that. Whoever is the father of this kid must be, like, very happy of his son. <laughs> got to do something be before this kid, you know, winds up in the wrong award show and shit can go left real quick. You don't know how people can react. So, like, don't do these dumb shit. And, you know, I remember that some something similar like that happened to um, the Vic Mangiela case with one of the cast members. And some kid, I don't know, we're on a Comic-Con, asked Chris Sabat about it. And Chris is like, you know, like, that's got nothing to do with this. And I wish, like, you wouldn't do your 50 second of fame out of this. And he's like, continue a person. He's like, you know what, dude, get the fuck out. That's what they say. And he's like, guys, follow me. I switched out you together. I'm this, 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 I'm not my user. And everybody's like, boo. Like, get the fuck out. And they escorted him out. I was like, bro, why do these dumb stunts? Why? What's the whole purpose? To fulfill yourself? To be feel like, ah, I got it? Makes you look more of, of an idiot. But let's end this with, you know, with one of the game awards, you know, all the, let's end it, let's end it with this, guys. So yeah, here's a full winner list of all the announcements and whatnot. Let's see where we can find ah complete list of announcement of the games awards. Like this is pretty cool. Death Death Stranding two by Hideo Kojima. I am not very happy about that one. Actually, uh, it makes absolutely no sense. Why are we making a second game out of it? I don't think his first game did that well. The Death Stranding game. So why are we making a second one? I don't know. I was hoping for something much better than that. And, you know, it's a it's a shame from Hideo Kojima doing this. I feel like 
that's exactly why Konami had to put him on a leash doing the Metal Gear games, because if not, he's going to go on a whole crazy level doing crazy crap. And and this is one of the crazy craps he's he's doing. So, yeah, somebody has to be like, no, Kojima, don't do this. Like, it does not make sense. Like, no, like if it didn't receive well, let's make a better game. Let's make a new game, I guess. And I've been a Kojima fan because of the Metal Gear games, but since Death Stranding is like, I'm starting to fade away. Especially when I was highly anticipating for the next game of Zone of the Enders. That's been an another Kojima, and it's a mech game. And I was hoping for at least something that's mech-related, but this is bad. This is just, I don't know. It's not It's not good, worth it, to be honest. Hades 2, I don't know. Final Fantasy 16 release date. It's getting released um, next year. I believe it was June's. 13 or something. So that, that has to be very cool. Our new Armor Core game is popping. It's called Armor Core Sets Fires of Rubicon. I saw the trailer and I was like, holy shit, this actually is going to be a great game now for the next gen. I'm all about it. Street Fighter 6 release day. Now that's something for a lot of you who are into Street Fighters and 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 what's the, what's the word? You know, fighting, fighting games. You know, anybody's into a fighting game, they're, I'm pretty sure they're happy about this. Judas, don't know. Crash Team Rumble. Okay, a new Crash game. That's, I guess it's good. Star Wars Jedi Survivor's release date. It's next year. I believe it was March, I believe. I don't recall about it. But I'm definitely excited. I saw the trailer and it was definitely like, whoo. Ah, this is getting even better, you know. Diablo 4. Uh, okay. Suicide Squad killed the Justice League. I'm happy that they released that trailer and they release it with the late Kevin Combray's final voice acting. It was on that game. So rest in peace to Kevin Combray, who's been known as the main voice actor for all the Batman show uh, animated series shows, um, the Batman Arkham Asylum games. And apparently on this one, he's been well known and beloved by the community. And it was heartbreaking that another, another great, so another great actor like himself, another great legend died recently, you know, rest in peace to Kevin Conroy on that. And I'm happy to get that game just to hear his voice one last time on his great fame. Bayonetta Origins, Cereza and the Lost Demon. I'm... I'm, a, I'm whatever. Hellboy, Airflame, Transformers Reactive. They say that's a new Transformers game. We'll see about how good it becomes. Uh, other indie games. Tekken 8. Another good thing for a lot of fighters. I know a lot of fighting players, they are down for Tekken. Cyberpunk 2077. Phantom Liberty starting Idris Elba. I don't know about that one. Horizon. Uh, Horizon Forbidden West, Burning Shores. So it's a new DLC that's coming for the Horizons. That's pretty good. Uh, Last of Us Part 1 on PC. Um, Among Us, Hide and Sigma. Okay. Fire Emblem, Engage DLC. Dune. Uh, there's a Dune game. That, okay. Death Cell, Return to Castlevania. I mean, that's pretty... Uh, that's a big list. Like, I don't see any big, 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 big games in here. Probably like four of them like final fantasy is a big game i know street fighter 6 is a game. star wars jedi released diablo 4 i know so sky squad is gonna be a big game as well other than that it's just oh well horizon but it's a dlc oh a bunch of dlcs basically 
Um, Death Stranding, I'm not going to give that props to it because it's not anything, whatever, and whatever. So here's the, the full list of winners on the Game of the uh, of the Game Awards. Game of the Year, Elder Ring, and it was competition with Horizon and God of War, Ragnar, Stray, Xenoblade Chronicles, and Plague, which is pretty dope that, it, you know, two major PlayStation contenders were in, in the nominations. That tells you a lot how... PlayStation has evolved over the years and how it's dominating the game industry right now. I know for a lot of you Xbox players, they're right now cursing cursing yourselves right now. Not an Xbox guy. I, if I can play the games in my PC, I don't need Xbox. Blame it on your Xbox. Not, don't blame it on PlayStation. Elden Ring was the winner. I mean, good for them. Best game direction, Elden Ring again. Some of the nominees. Yeah, it was all right. Best narrative, God of War. Oh, absolutely. Best narrative so far. That has to be with God of War. Definitely. It has one of the great storylines behind it. Best art direction, Elder Ring. Sure. Best score music. I yeah. God of War Ragnarok. I don't uh yeah, God because this behind the sound designing and the composing of, of God of War, it, it takes a lot. And for it to be like so wow, it deserves it. Best audio design. Speaking of audio design, God of War. Absolutely. Uh, absolutely above than any of these. Absolutely. Best performance. Christopher Judge on God of War. Yes. Shout out to him. He's a great, you know, voice actor for doing Kratos on, on the on the new God of War reboot series sequels game impact as dusk falls i don't know any of this best ongoing final fantasy 14 oh wow apex legends destiny 2 fortnite and genshi impact final fantasy 14 was the winner wow that actually says a lot hmm best indie strays oh stray is an indie game there was no way it was gonna win game of the year where is it? Yeah, no way. There was no shot. Or a game directed. Nah, it's not that. It's an indie game. I, I'm sorry for you indie players. Like, you're nominated. That's, that's as far as you're going to go. There's no way. They, you're indie for a reason. Like, if people really want to buy your games and, and it's because it's that belong, then it'll be elevated to a different level. But, nah, nah. Best mobile Marvel Snap over Genshi? Really? Huh. I don't think any of these others are that good in the mobile, but Genshi, I know, is well known within the community and everybody plays it. So that's kind of like, huh. Best community support Final Fantasy 14 over all these guys? Wow. Okay. Innovation accessibility, God of War. Yeah. Best VR or AR, Moz Book 2 among all these, uh, I guess. Bayonetta free best action game. I would have preferred Shredder's Revenge. <laughs> Even though my bias to Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles is there, but I don't know. Modern Warfare 2, I don't, I don't, I'm not going to say it's the best action game. I will say it's the best shooter game. But I don't know. Maybe it's down there. Let's see. Best action adventure, God of War. Absolutely. Best fighter, multiverses. I guess so, yeah. Uh, uh, these were the nominees? Yeah, multiverses is the one. Best roleplay, Pokemon Legends, Arceus. Elder Ring, I will have to give it to Elder Ring, yeah, over the Pokemon. Best Family, Kirby's, Forget Him, uh, whatever. Best Sin Strategy, Mario, Rapid, I guess these, yeah. 
Best Sports, Gran Turismo 7. Really? That's interesting. I didn't know a lot of people were into Gran Turismo. Best Multiplayer, Splatoon 3. Wow. It, it beat Modern Warfare 2. Wow. Content Creator of the Year, Ludwig. Ooh. Best Debut Indie, Stray, sure. Adaptations, Arcane League of Legends. Sure. Most anticipated game. Tears of the Kingdom. Oh, there's a there's an award about most anticipated games? What the fuck? Okay. Um, Zelda Tears of the Kingdom over Resident Evil 4 Remake? I don't know. I can see why it's antis- it's nominated. I Final Fantasy 16 nominated? Yeah. I, n- I would not see it winning. But Resident Evil 4 Remake, I feel like that's a better... It has a way higher popularity and demand that it does on the sequel of Breath of the Wild. I don't know. Esports Valorant. I didn't know. Oh, there's Esports. All right. Esports Athletes. All right. Good for them. Esports Team. Esports Coach. There's literally a coach for these esports guys. Okay. And lastly, Esports Event 2022 League of Legends World Championship over some of these that I have no idea what these are, you know? Um, Yeah, guys. Those are your game awards, guys. Um, I'm I'm uh, I'm excited for what's coming next year. Um, but yeah, guys, uh, I think we can wrap this up with that. You know, oh yeah, here's the tr- here's the release date for Final Fantasy 16 is on June 22, 2023. So pre-order it today and you get something nice. You know, but like I said, guys, that's it for today, guys. Um, we're gonna wrap this up with this and. Rest in peace to Kevin Conrad. You know, you've been an inspiration for all of us. You're one of my favorite Batmans in the entire, entire, entire universe. This is like, there's no other better Batman than you. And I'm happy that we was able to lift by and listen to you and your greatness. So, guys, we're, we're going to wrap this up with here, God. Um, thank you so much for tuning in. And remember, every week is a brand new episode with brand new topics. So, always remember to like and subscribe for your weekly episodes at youtube.com slash the lone wolf podcast where you can check on um, the lone wolf podcast on um, um, all of my interviews and of course the Wolfpack podcast episodes you know every week guys you're always gonna have brand new episodes with brand new topics so make sure to like and subscribe and comment down below let me hear your thoughts share your experience if you guys got a specific topic you want me to discuss please let me know in the comments down below and i'm gonna do my best to cover it on the next episode also guys don't forget you guys cannot watch it on youtube good news guys you can watch it on every audio platform that's right guys you can watch the wolfpack podcast episodes on and all the audio platforms on soundcloud spotify iHeartRadio, and apple Podcasts. look for the lone wolf podcast on any of them you're gonna see all the episodes are uh, different you're going to see the ones that are titled The Lone Wolf Podcast. And then you're going to see the ones that say Wolfpack Podcast. Until I get things started and get a solid channel and a solid foundation with the Wolfpack, everything's going to be under the Lone Wolf brand umbrella, guys. So check out all these audio versions of it. It's for free. You can just look for them. You can even type in Wolfpack Podcast and it's going to appear. The, it, remember, Wolfpack is spelled with W-O-L-V-P-B-C-K. I know, guys. The V is supposed to be a A in reverse, guys, but I put it in V because, you know, it makes it more unique, guys. But you can check that out all on my Lone Wolf podcast um, 
channels and I'm, it's going to be there. So thank you guys for tuning in and we'll see you guys in the next one. All right. Peace.